Welcome to Your Expansive Self Podcast with myself, Tasha Credle. I'm a deep inner healing and self-expansion coach, meditation and movement teacher, and a passionate student of life itself. My goal is to share with you all that I can to ultimately help you become and embody your highest self in every aspect of your life. I'm so honored and excited to have you here with me, so let's get started. Hello, my beauties. I, before, actually, wait, hold on. (laughs) Before I start to talk about anything, I'm just giving you a heads up that if you hear some whooshing noises behind me, it is because we are experiencing a very intense storm right now in Montreal. It's like slush and rain and ice, and it's making a ton of wind noises in my house. So yeah, just giving a heads up. But it's very weird because we just had like beautiful 10 degree weather um, and I was sitting on my balcony and I was enjoying the sun and I was reading my book outside and it was so nice and now we're experiencing this. Why do I live here? I don't know. Anyways, so hello. (laughs) Official hello. Um, Before we actually get started... Um, well, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I just want you to stop. Even if it's, you know, driving, just paying attention, but just want you to take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth and just coming back to yourself right now to me, to where you're at, to being present in the moment, being in your body, just recognizing and just admiring where you are at, at this exact moment. Um, There was a lot of energy today and I actually got so much done. I was super productive, but I was like, okay, deep breaths, coming back to the heart, coming back to myself, coming back to the present. It's, I often talk about this, um, with actually we had a I had a really interesting conversation with one of my clients about extremes of energy and energy leaking and a lot of the times when we're like so high vibe and and you know well life is great and life is amazing and you're just like in this like heartfelt other dimension type of energy where you're just like it's very intense very fluid very high vibe it's amazing and you want to experience that as much as you can but you also want to keep it contained, meaning that you don't want to waste this energy or be too open for others to drain you, right? So coming back to the present and just admiring the energy that you are withholding within yourself and experiencing and just reminding yourself to, I wouldn't say close off, but protecting and just kind of grounding your being is a really important practice to make sure that we aren't hitting massive extremes in energies because law of energy and the universe in general when you hit one extreme you will always have to experience the opposite extreme to find the balance within yourself again which you don't want to hit that opposite extreme right like it's not beneficial to you to anybody to anything so it's always about bringing back the stillness bringing back the balance bringing back the flow um not and it's not to say that there is 
anything wrong with this high vibe frequency. If anything, I encourage you to, you know, find that as much as you can. And I think a lot of people do chase that a lot, you know, because it's just, it's expansive. It's, un, it's, it feels unreal. It's very real. It feels infinite and it feels just heartwarming and amazing and fluid. And you just realize that everything is just perfect. And that's an amazing feeling to feel. So breathing through that and fully holding gratitude and presence through it all is probably the best thing that you can do for yourself. So today's quote is found in a book called Sacred Powers by David G. And it's actually the perfect, well, it's not really a quote. It's a section of the book, but it's a small story. And I thought it was absolutely perfect for what I'll be covering in this podcast today because I'm doing a small Q&A. And I just asked questions on my Instagram this morning as to what my followers needed advice on or had questions about. And we're going to tap into that real quick. Um, And it's super aligned with this section in the book. So here it goes. In that moment, I began the process of taking responsibility for all of my life choices from the moment I first stepped from the womb. That was the key. I forgave the little boy who so long ago had made that desperate choice to build a protective wall of humor around his heart. Instead, I learned to appreciate him, grateful that he had brought me to the current state. And now here I stood on the platform of my own making, recognizing that what got me here was not going to take me to the next level. But by finally celebrating the innocent little boy inside of me who had tried to keep me safe by taking responsibility for every choice I had made along the way. By releasing the joker who had shielded me from the, ne- from the native energy in my heart, I was able to take back my power and fully rebirth. So I absolutely love this quote because it's tapping into both subjects that we are covering today, the inner child and self-forgiveness. So the first question I was asked on my Instagram today was, how do you stay true to your inner child in a world that forces us to grow up too quickly? So ultimately, there's a few things to look into here. Staying true to your inner child is essentially staying true to yourself, right? I think it's really important to recognize that the world that we live in right now, you have to look at it as we are all overgrown and wounded children acting as adults and pretending that we've got it all figured out which in some cases we do, but like we don't really. And the way that they knew how to fully keep us in control or under control is by the force, right? So the way even that I read this question, how do you stay in your true inner child in a world that forces us to grow up too quickly? The thing with force is that it only has a force upon you if you give it permission to have force upon you. I know it's hard. You were a child. How are you supposed to know that? How are you supposed to, you know, stand your ground so strongly? I mean, some kids do and others really are 
just observing our parents and the higher authorities as though they have all the answers. So we just listened because we knew, we thought they knew best, better than we did. And that is not the case, right? Even if you ask really, really conscious parents right now, the ones that are tapped into the same subject as we're speaking of, they fully recognize that there is no such thing as authority. Even when it comes to the universe or God or whoever is up there that has a higher power or that we have a bigger faith put into, there is no authority that is bigger than ourselves and we have to come back to our own authority. And what I mean by that is coming back to a space where we recognize that we are our own authority, claiming our power back and understanding and fully trusting ourselves that we know best for ourselves. So if we keep continuously allowing others to have this force on us, we are giving our power away instantly. So Yes, when you were a kid, you didn't know better, but now you have the chance to go back in that space and see where you lost your power and claim it back for yourself. So, you know, you can take the time to really see at what age you feel like you lost your own inner trust, where you lost your own guidance, where you lost that power that you have, knowing that you have your own guidance within yourself. What age was that? What happened? Who was involved? And slowly and surely, you can claim your power back. Literally, let's let's say for a second that you know exactly right now as I'm talking about this, you know exactly when it was that you lost your power or gave your power away. So let's say you were with your family, you're on a walk in a forest or something, and I'm totally making this up by the way, but let's say you're you're with your family and you're like, I don't know, five, six years old, and you want to go a certain direction because your intuition's like, let's go this way. And automatically, one of your parents goes, no, we're not going this way. This is not the way to go. You can't go there. You can't just go and like wander off in random directions and kind of has this like, oh, exactly that, this authority over you telling you that like you don't know better, that I know better because I'm the adult. Therefore, you have to listen to me and we're going the other direction. Automatically, as a child, it's very easy for you to think, wow, he knew better. I didn't. Therefore, you put it in your brain, in your subconscious mind that this intuition that you had, this guidance was wrong. Ultimately, you gave your power away. And it's almost inevitable for this to happen as you are a child because, I mean, we're looking at our parents like as though, you know, they're trying to keep us, well, they are keeping us safe. They're not trying to, hopefully, for your sake, they're keeping you safe. They are providing for you. They are your providers. They are giving love to you. They have all the answers. And It's part of our journey to go back into our childhoods and to see what we want to change for ourselves, whether there was these times where you lost your power or gave your power away, or these times that you fully just didn't give a fuck and you just trusted yourself the entire time, which I've met people like that, that they've had this childhood where their parents were so free and they, you know, 
fully were able to listen to their own intuition and their own guidance. And they are just such free and open spirited people now. And it's amazing and it's beautiful. And even if you didn't experience that childhood when you were younger, it doesn't mean that you can't be that. You have the chance now as an adult to know better and to bring forth more awareness as to when you can change and want to change these stories that you are holding on to subconsciously from your childhood. You have the power now. So whether or not these people put these forces upon you, you can take that back now. It's your choice and your responsibility. And moving forward, now you know. So when you have your own kids, you are aware of how they think, how it's so easy for us to take their power away or put that authority on them. It's so easy because they're so young and vulnerable and open vessels. So now you know better. But it's your responsibility to choose today as to what you want to do with your own childhood, your own stories, and your own healing journey. It is never too late for you to claim your inner child again. And tapping into that energy for yourself is going to take practice because we're told to like not do that now. So bringing forth and creating time in your life to bring forth more creativity, more freedom, more play, doing things that bring you back to your childhood. So going back, what did you do when you were a kid, when you loved being outside, playing with friends, playing with toys, creating different drawings and paintings and being outside in the wilderness and playing with your hands. These are all things that you can do to bring forth that child energy, that playful energy that you have within yourself. It's not gone. We always think that because we're adults, our inner child is vanished, but it's still within us and it's actually crying for our love and our attention, not in a desperate way, but it just knows that Tapping into your inner child and tapping into your own energy from when you were a kid, that is the core truth. Your core truth. That is your connection to your heart. And when we tap into those energies more and more every single day, that is bringing forth the real healing, the real expansion, the real heart energy center that we have within us. It's our guide because it knows every single day your core truth, and it is your full guidance, your full intuition. So I suggest that you take the time and create the time in your schedule on a weekly and if not daily basis to go back to your child self. That's why doing things outside or playing with our hands, like I said before, even just dancing in your kitchen, it brings this energy of like freedom and just not give a fuck and just movement and it's so important and our bodies love that and our inner childs love that. So this brings me to my next subject, my next question that I received, which was how do you forgive yourself? And this is a massive subject for me because I've experienced a lot of troubled times where I needed my own self-forgiveness more than anything in the world. This can go back to any time in your life, whether it was your childhood or when you were a teenager, even an adult. 
30s, 40s, 50s, <clears throat> any any time. It doesn't matter. We all need to practice and to hold a strong sense of self-forgiveness. So first thing is to really understand that your journey is part of your discovery. That whatever happened at whatever age, you did what you thought was best at the time. So ultimately, it's changing how you perceive and view these times in your life. If you choose to change the full perception of the situation that you have trouble forgiving yourself for, meaning if you took the time to actually understand that nothing should have been different, that there is no should haves, that there is only could haves, but holding space for both, really understanding that whatever has happened has brought you exactly where you are today. And that is perfect. If anything changed back then, if you could have done anything different, you wouldn't be here today. And whether that's positive or negative, that is part of your journey. Essentially, it's all up to you whether you want to look at that situation in a positive form or a negative form, meaning that you can change how you view it right now. A lot of the times we spend too much time really focusing on the memories that we have from back then. But when you come to a space and realize that, and I'm just giving you guys a, like a little fun fact right now, but 50% of our memories are not accurate, meaning that half the time we're all angry and frustrated and we hold a lot of sadness for these times in our lives where negativity was experienced and it's not that it's not valid, but the way that our brains work is that it loves stories. It loves to create its own perception of life and what has happened. So if you can take the time to go back, again, claiming your power, going back into that space, into that time, and shifting the perception that you have around that situation, that experience that you had, where you have a lot of trouble forgiving yourself for, what if you took the time to change the story, change the perception you hold around those memories, recreating these memories you have around that time? I have a little story for you guys, and maybe it'll, it'll help you um, bring forth a little bit more forgiveness for yourself. So as some of you may or may not know, I have um, a past of fitness industry competition, meaning I was doing bikini competitions for, I think it was like three years. So I was in the bodybuilding um, industry and the working out, you know, three hours a day, six days a week. Um, and I mean six days because my coach would tell me that seven days was too much. But I, if, if it was really up to me, I would have been there seven days a week, to be honest. And when I got out of it and I really tapped into more of the self-growth and healing industry, I had a lot of physical issues and a lot of it came, well, most of it actually came from that time that I was in that field competing. 
I was not eating enough. I was not taking care of my body the way that I needed to be taken care of. And there was a lot of emotional gunk in my body. And I mean, ultimately, this is why I do what I do today. Not just because of that, but it really showed up in that in that part of my life. Um, and it's and it's, you know, really coming back from like my childhood and my entire lifetime, actually. But in that space, my body was so weak at the end that everything came forth. And when I started my healing journey, I actually held a lot of anger towards myself because I thought, how the fuck did you get yourself into that space where you couldn't even listen to your body? How the fuck did you get into that space where you push yourself so fucking hard all the time? How could you do this to yourself? And it brings me even just like talking about it now, it brings me a lot of sadness to even think about it that way. You know, it's, it was a hard period of my time of my life where it, it, I was very isolated. I was very lonely. I was very in my masculine. Therefore I was very rigid and tough and rough and with myself and everybody around me. And we can tap into this in another podcast, but it's very easy for me to stick in that energy where I'm like, poor me. How could I? Why would I do that? I should have done this. I could have done that. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and my point is, is that I had to go back and change the story I had for myself about that time in my life. If it wasn't for the fitness industry, if it wasn't for the competitions and the bodybuilding and me fully embodying that masculine energy and me ending up so weak, and I don't mean weak as in a bad thing, but I mean physically, like I was so depleted in every aspect of my life. If I didn't hit that rock bottom, if I didn't hit that full reset, I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. I wouldn't be in this healing world. I wouldn't be doing what I do today and impacting so many people and working with all these beautiful people every single day of my life to help them heal themselves on an emotional and spiritual and physical level. I have been there. The reason I am here today able to do what I do is because I had to hit that rock bottom. I hit that rock bottom and that in itself, I am able to forgive myself because it has brought me so much in my life and I can see that now. I can see the reason for all of it to have happened exactly the way it should have and could have and has happened Everything about it all was perfect. Everything about my journey, even the rough times and the tough times and the sad times and the angry times, it was all perfect according to exactly where I am today in my life. It is part and it was part of my journey. So if you really have trouble fully forgiving yourself for a situation, an experience, an emotion that you're feeling, a time in your life, 
take the time to write down the story that you have about that exactly. What's the story that you're so attached to? And I know you're probably thinking, how could I possibly do that? This is actually what happened. Like, he put me through that. This is how sad it was. It is really, I get it. I get it. We've, we've all been through a lot of suffering. But what you don't own, owns you. If you don't own what has happened, you are going to continuously live in a life of suffering. So own your shit. Change the story for yourself so that you don't live in a suffering energy moving forward in your life. It serves nobody. And you may hate to to hear this, but at the end of the day, suffering is a choice. And I really want you to understand that I'm not saying to dismiss the emotions or the feelings that you have about that certain experience. I'm saying give yourself permission to feel it all and to let it go. Because the more you hold on to it, the more it causes that reinforcement in your brain, in your subconscious, in your body that you are suffering, you are the victim. But the way that you choose to change the way you think about it, the time that you put into it to claim your power back and to change the actual story, that is actually what is going to help you heal and move forward and forgive yourself. And knowing that it is all perfect and it has led you exactly where you needed to be today. And it's going to keep happening. Different times in your life are going to show up where you're going to have to practice self-forgiveness again. And it's going to get a little bit easier every single time. And that's the practice. It's a big, big practice. And sometimes you think that you've you've actually done the self-healing and the self-forgiveness work from a time that had just happened or a couple years ago or whatever. And sometimes it'll show up again and you'll realize, oh wow, I didn't actually do it to the core. And that's okay. Hold space for yourself, for everything that you have gone through. Celebrate yourself for everything that you have experienced and felt through. And did the best that you could in that moment from whatever knowledge you had at the time. You are worthy of a suffering-free life. And it begins with you fully claiming your power back, calling your power back, and making the change for yourself. I really hope that this has brought you a little bit more clarity for yourself, for your self-healing journey, for bringing forth more self-forgiveness and self-love because ultimately, you know, clearing the way, healing, self-forgiveness, self-acceptance, self-worth is all about self-love. That's really what it is. This entire episode is really just about self-love. And wherever you are right now, I, can you like take a moment to just like hug yourself and tell you yourself that you love yourself, that girl or dude, guy, whatever, you, just you listening to this podcast, you had to have some type, whether it was big or small, some type of self-love 
to come through to be like, I deserve to listen to this to help myself. I hope you recognize that. Celebrate yourself for just simply being here right now, absorbing all the information that you just absorbed. Good on you. Seriously, we don't take the time to actually celebrate all of it. So take some time today to gift yourself something that makes you feel good, whether it's a yoga class or some time to read and journal or a walk in nature or a bouquet of flowers or a really nice meal, anything. Just do something that brings you back in this child self energy, this inner child, this self-love, this celebration. Celebrate yourself today. That is another massive form of self-love and self-forgiveness and self-acceptance and self-worth. And I can keep going on forever, but I think that was enough. (laughs) I gave a lot of information and I hope, like I said, that it brought you clarity and more insight for what I think matters when it comes to your self-healing journey. I'm spending the rest of my day, actually, I'm going to go to the gym. I have a neurofeedback appointment, which I will talk about on the next episode because it's been freaking life-changing to reprogram my brain. Um, And then I'm going for a beautiful lunch Then I have a client's coming over for a meditation session. And then I'm going to an infrared sauna session tonight at SweatFX in Montreal. It's the only infrared sauna in Montreal. So if you are interested in that, by the way, it's very, very good for self-healing on a physical level, energetic level, spiritual level, in my opinion. Um, So I'm going there tonight. This is how I'm spending my Friday night. And I'm super pumped. Seriously, what a beautiful day. Wow. So much gratitude right now in my heart for all of it, but especially you just hearing me out and being here. And I'm really grateful to have this podcast to be able to share my journey and my insight and all of the above. So wishing you guys a beautiful rest of the day, rest of your morning, evening, afternoon, wherever you're at. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, a loved one, a family member who could use some self-love, self-forgiveness, some inner child healing, whatever it is. I always appreciate when you guys are sharing my episodes on social media. You know how much it lights me up when I see, you know, the sharing on Instagram on the little stories. It really makes me happy because that means that the word is getting out, the healing is getting out, and that's really what I care about the most. And also encouraging you to leaving me a review wherever you're listening to this on, whether it's Google Podcasts or iTunes, if you could just take a few moments to leave me a review, it would mean the world to me because that's how I get to share my message more. This is how I get to put it out there more, contact more people, a bigger audience, make a bigger impact, allow them to really tune in to all these different tools that I'm providing for you guys. I take a lot of time out of my days to put this together and because I want to share this message. It's so important to me. It is, it is how I shift my entire life. It's how I got to really embody my expansive self. This is why I put this podcast together because I want to reach more people and tell them that there is a way, that it's possible, that it's there. And that's why I'm sharing my tools for all of that to happen for others. 
So if you can actually do that, it would mean the world and I'm so appreciative and I'm excited to share more episodes, more feedback, more information, interview more people. We have, I have a few interviews set up for the next few podcast episodes and I'm super excited to share more knowledge with all of you. All right, guys, I will see you on the next episode. Bye for now.